0: This podcast is brought to you by the University of Aberdeen.
1: Hello and welcome to the University of Aberdeen podcast from the Rowett Institute. Today, I'm very happy to introduce Professor Laura Heisler. Professor Heisler investigates the circuitry in the brain to try and identify new targets for type 2 diabetes medication. For her work, Laura was awarded the Outstanding Scientific Achievement Award from both the Obesity Society and the American Diabetes Association. Professor Heisler, welcome.
0: Thank you. How are you doing?
1: Can you tell us when and why you first became interested in science?
0: I've actually always been interested in science. Uh, What I love about it is just the, the aspect of discovery. And it's just something that's always interested me.
1: So looking back, what and where did you study? What made you choose the courses you chose?
0: I was always interested in the brain and behavior. So what makes us do uh, the things that we do? And um, this sort of prompted me to start with psychology and uh, studying the brain, as I said, the brain and behavior. And as I started with psychology, I became more and more interested in studying more of like the the brain circuitry. So it sort of uh, led me down the neuroscience track. And so that's what I ended up um, studying after that. Um, I got some really fantastic advice from my mentor or advisor when I was at university. And I said to him that I was a little intimidated by the number of years required in the United States for a PhD. And so in the United States, a PhD degree is typically five years, and then you tend to do four years of postdoctoral training after that. So it's close to a decade. And I was a little intimidated by that kind of time investment. And my advisor said to me, you're better off doing what you love, regardless of the amount of time investment, um, because that's the your career for the rest of your of your life, and that's the advice that I would pass on again. Is really just do what you love, because you know your career is something that you put a lot of time into for the rest of your life. So do what you love.
1: Sounds like very good advice. So what? What type of scientist are you now, and how did that bring you to work at the Rowett Institute?
0: As I mentioned, I study the brain and behaviour, and when I was doing my postdoc, I thought about, well, what kind of uh, behaviour am I really interested in? And at that time, um, I was noticing in the United States that obesity was becoming more and more of a problem. And that got me interested in studying appetite. So you know what are how how is the how does the brain control appetite and it might be a little bit of a surprise to think that the brain is what is controlling appetite as opposed to the stomach but what happens is is that the stomach talks to the brain and it's the brain that ends up deciding when we're hungry and when we're full and so that's kind of put me on that path of trying to define the different regions of the brain and within those regions, the main players that are controlling hunger and appetite. And then that sort of led me on to um, glycemic control and parameters associated with uh, diabetes.
1: That's really interesting that the, the brain is obviously the main controller of everything that goes on, including appetite.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: So what are your current research interests and what, what, what might the future hold for you?
0: Well, actually this is a really exciting time in neuroscience. There are a lot of new techniques and uh, new technology that's been developed really recently. And it's allowed us for the first time to sort of drill down and understand what specific subsets of cells within the brain are doing. You know, what is their function? And so, I mean, this is a fantastic time to get into neuroscience. Because these tool, tools are now available, and you can be the first person to define what uh what certain neurons do, and that's what we're you know that's what we're doing right now um We're looking at what do neurons in this particular brain region do, what do neurons in that particular brain region do, and it's just been really, really exciting
1: so moving away from your research for a moment. What else do you do in your role? Are you involved in teaching or running seminars at all?
0: Yeah, so lots of, (laughs) one of the fun things about science is that every day is different. Um, And so if you, you know, if you love doing different things, then this is a great career for you. So some days I do teaching and mentoring, and other days I'm doing experimental design and analysis. Of course, I love the analysis. I love actually getting the results from an experiment. And then other times we're presenting our results um, within our own institution or university, but also internationally. We're writing things up for for publication, or might be reading other people's research. Public engagement activities. Uh, there's just like there's so much that we're that we're doing. It's just really really exciting and lots of fun. And another fantastic thing about science is that you really get to decide what interests you. So you think what what's the question that I want to answer, and then you can develop your day and month and year years. <laughs> around answering that question so it's it's a really really uh fun job
1: what have been your major career milestones or, or highlights do you think um have there been any obstacles that you've had to overcome
0: i would say the the things the real highlights for me have been when we've made discoveries that um that are you know really big discoveries, and then so that's been um, those have been highlights. So understanding specifically how certain uh, medications work to produce their therapeutic effect that's been really exciting. Um, we also um, and so that was that was some of the work that that um, that we got the or I get I got the scientific achievement award from the Obesity Society, and then um, also. Understanding a new way, a new potential way to treat type two diabetes. That was another um, highlight. But other highlights have been um, seeing people who work in my lab um, get acknowledgement or or funding for their research, and to see them develop and become their own um, researchers with their own labs. That's been a major highlight for me as well. Um, and, you know, it's just so being able to train the next generation of scientists has been um, a lot of fun and a real highlight. And um, yeah, and, and just, you know, all the the other highlights have just been um, organizing conferences with colleagues um, to bring together people from all over the world to, um, to talk about the things that we're interested in like you know the brain control of appetite and glycemic control those have been other highlights it's just a really really fun job (laughs) I know I keep saying that but it's true
1: you mentioned uh you enjoy watching members of your lab um uh, grow into their own researchers so do you have any advice that you might give to women who are interested in a career in science or research in academia
0: yeah I I would say you know like my advisor said to me, don't be intimidated by the amount of time that is involved in training. There's a lot of flexibility in in a scientific career, and that's another real advantage as well. Um, it you can you have the in general, you can um, arrange your schedule more around your own personal circumstances. And that's a, that's, that's a benefit of, of being in the, the academic environment. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I would just say, you know, it, it's, it's, it's such a fantastic career and, and go for it.
1: Thank you. It's quite clear that you're very passionate about your, your research and your work and that. <laughs> um, so that's the end of our, our interview and our podcast. So it just remains for me to say thank you very much, Professor Laura Heisler.
0: Well, thank you so much for for taking the time to talk to me today. I really enjoyed it. And all the best. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by the University of Aberdeen.